a supplier other than government. No objections anymore. <coughs> they even offered the guys that, that produce electricity, produce power, to <coughs> offer it to government at a price. Yeah. Amen. So those are, you know, positive things we're looking at. Amen. So determining how you look at things, your sight, your sight of things determines who you are. Amen. Your sight of Christ, how you see Christ, eventually <coughs> tells you who you are. Your identity problem exists because we do not know who he is and therefore we do not know who we are. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Once you begin to know who he is mm. and what he stands for, your eyes open. Amen. Amen. Father, as we go into this word, would you open our eyes yes, relative to who Jesus Christ is yes, on all the different levels? <clears throat> he existed in before time began. Amen. 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 Now, if you if we go back to Matthew 16, I mentioned last week Matthew 16, Psalm 127. I didn't go into all of it. Okay. Mm. Matthew 16, Jesus asked the question in a, in the area called Caesarea Philippi. Yeah. Okay. For your information, Michelle, it's not Philippi, it's Philippi. Right. So Jesus asked the question in the area, and I'll explain the area now to you. Who does the people say I am? In other words, what's the population saying? What's the general consensus of who I am? Okay. Then they say, some say you are Elijah. Others say you are Jeremiah. Others say you're a prophet. Some translations say, even say, others say you are John the Baptist that came back in the flesh. Then Jesus said, who do you, my apostolic associates, say that I am? And Peter comes forward. Whether he's a, a spokesman for the group or not, that's not the issue. But what he said is the issue here. Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. <clears throat> for the first time in the whole of the Bible, somebody is referred to as son of God. Mm. For the first time. Right? Mm. Thou art the Christ. That word Christ is not a surname. It's a title. Okay. He's not saying Jesus first name, Christ last name. Okay. He said that was the Christ. Your title is the Christ. Now if you if you siphon the word Christ and you analyze it, it says you are Lord. You are the governor. You are the ruler. You are the king. Question, why was Jesus crucified? Because he was referred to as the king of the Jews. Now with the Roman Empire being, being in charge, being the government. And you are referred to as another king other, other than the emperor. Other than Caesar as treason. And they crucified him. Right? <clears throat> this is the plan of God. Crucify him so that he can become the substitute for human beings and our sins. Mm -hmm. Right now. When, he said, when Peter said, the the Christ, the son of the living God. Look at the response of Jesus. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Barjona. Should we read it? I think we can read it. Matthew 16. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Barjona. For those of don't for those of you that don't know it, Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. Now don't go to the middle of your Bible. It's not the middle, please. Mm -hmm. Matthew 16. Verse 13. 
Matthew 16, verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast, <coughs> the coast, now this is a, is a seashore line, okay? The coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say I am? And they say, You are some say you are John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. <coughs> the main thing here is that they recognize the prophetic order of the old covenant. He said to them, But whom do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Christ, okay? The Son of the living God. Now it stands out there. He's not saying you are Christ, you are a Lord. He says, You are the Lord. In other words, <coughs> you have a higher authority of rank and government and position than the government we are under, the Roman government. Yes. You are higher than that. Yeah. Look at the end of the chapter, verse 20 it says, Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. <coughs> Told them, do not tell anybody that I am Christ. He knew what would happen. Okay. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And <coughs> Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, right? Simon the son of Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood did not reveal unto you. He is recognizing that Simon is their son of man. He is there as the son of man, Simon, yeah. Peter. He says, But my father, who is in heaven, revealed this unto you. And I say unto you, that thou art Peter, and upon the rock that I, upon this rock I will build my church, uh, yeah. and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We go from there and we concentrate on the gates of hell. But the, the emphasis there is, who is he? Yeah. That's the question. Yes. The question is, thou art the Christ, the yeah. son of the living God. Say son. 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 For the first time there, the word son of God is used in the whole of scripture. Mm. Not before that. Yeah. Okay. Every time there's a crisis in the world, crisis, crisis. There's, there's a pandemic. You know, there's there are bad things happening. You know, there is an inflation. There's a recession. You know, and there's a government falling down. Whatever. There's corruption. Whatever. What does God do? Can anybody tell me what does God do? He wants us to pray, right? He wants us to fast. Mm -mm. No. He, he wants to call upon his name. Take out AK-47 and go. He can he do wants that. Wants us to stand up. Somebody does. Take every time God, does, every time this is God's way of doing yeah. things. Every time there's a crisis, He sends a son. Yeah. Is there a crisis in the world now? Yes. All over the world, the governments are in trouble. Yeah. So what does God demand of us? Sonship. Sonship is the problem solver to the world's, is a solution to the world's problem. Sonship. Jesus Christ came to make sonship known. And in sonship, accepting the son, your sonship is revealed. Come on. Accepting Jesus Christ as the son of God, your sonship is revealed. Yeah. Okay? I wanted to sink into you. You're not a believer. Okay? You're not a member of a congregation. You're not a partner. You're not a church goer. No. Right? You're a son. son. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. You're a son of God. Yeah. John 1, 12. To all that has accepted him, embraced him, to them gave him power to become sons. sons of God. Now the word there is not son. The word there is children. We'll go into that later on. 
children. It's not sun. No. That's a level. We'll go into the levels of sonship later on. Okay, but when there's a problem in your in your life, learn to manifest. Amen. I'm learning. <coughs> learn to manifest. How do you manifest? You manifest in becoming him yeah. in a situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know you can pray when there's when turmoil in your life. Yeah. Lord, you are the peace maker. You walked upon the water. Right? Walk in my life. Or you can say, I'm going to walk upon the water in my life now. Yeah. It's a different approach. Become him. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's not something that's going to happen. The moment you become born again, you enter into the process. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's a mouthful, guys. We have been taught you come to church all the time, right? <clears throat> you know, you will never hear me complain about attendance. I don't take advantage because I don't complain. <laughs> Listen here, because the main thing is you becoming like him. My grace is to build Christ in you. That's my grace. If you don't understand that yet, get to know it now. My grace is to build Christ in you. We've been building church completely wrong. Completely wrong. Okay? We need to go back on the track. Let's start with Genesis 1.26. Thou are the Christ. Blessed art thou, Simon, son of Bajona, for flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. So here you find, you find the term called in, in theological circles, Simon, son of Bajona, son of man, but my Father, son of, son of God. Yeah. In that, you see that now. Yeah. Okay. And he says, and I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, small rock, yeah. and I will build my church, my ecclesia, upon this rock of your confession that I am the Christ. Yeah. Without Christ, we do not build church. We yeah. cannot build church. Amen. It's his church, by the way. Yeah. If you go to the salutation of if you go to the salutation of Paul, all his books he starts with this. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. by the will of God. He's not an apostle of a church. No. It's not an apostle of a denomination. Yeah. Mm. It's not an apostle of a certain group. Yeah. It's an apostle of Jesus Christ. Now, let me just stop you and tell you, that is paramount for us to understand. Yeah. yeah. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's different ranks of apostleship. Yeah. But Paul says, I'm an apostle of Jesus Christ. No other apostle said that. Yeah. Can I just quickly ask the meaning of apostle? It means follower. No. It means send one. Once send... With a specific mission okay. in mission okay. in mind, okay? Ben? The word there's, <coughs> there's two words here. In the Greek, it means apostle means apostelos. It means one sent with a message. Yeah. Okay. Mm. In the Hebrew, it's shalia, not shali, right? Not shali. <coughs> okay. Shalia, yeah. which means one sent with a specific mission. Yeah. So you take the two message and mission together when you describe an apostle. Yeah. One of the most powerful things in church is the apostolic grace. Yeah. Okay? And if we don't have that, we cannot build. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter, uh, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, The church is built upon the foundation of 
Apostles and prophets. prophets. Apostles and prophets. Right? They are not the foundation, but they lay the foundation called Jesus Christ. Right? If they're not in a ministry, now I'm not hitting out at ministry, we're talking here now. Yeah. If they are not in a ministry, they are not in a church, they are not in a congregation, they are not in a, in a church community, yeah. that church, I can tell you right now, have no foundation. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Need to become biblical guys. Yeah. Yeah. You can you imagine if there's no foundation? Yeah. Whether you're 5,000 or 50,000 or 500 in the congregation, <laughs> if there's no foundation, what does the people in the church look like? Yeah. <coughs> Don't answer the question. It can be. It can look very affluent. You know? yeah. It can be. It can be powerful <coughs> things happening there, but there's no foundation. Yeah. The moment a spiritual tsunami comes, the church is scattered. Yeah. Who am I? Is one of the most powerful questions ever asked yeah. by Christ. Yeah. And the answer, the answer, must be looked at. How Jesus reacts to the answer. No. He says, upon this rock, no. Simon. This rock of the confession you made that I am the Christ. No. I'll build my church. Now there was a government already in existence. No. Jesus is saying, upon this confession of the I am the Christ, the Lord of all. No. I will build my people. I will build my ecclesia no. and they will govern the world. Amen. That's what Jesus was saying there. Yeah. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Then it says, Thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, my ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It doesn't refer to literal hell. It doesn't refer to Gehenna. No. Right? The translation of the Greek there refers to Gehenna. It's wrong. Mm -hmm. The word hell, the word gates of hell, they means the operations of Hellish systems in Caesarea Philippi, in a region, because it was an ungodly region. Most religions of evil worship took place there. No. I'm not going to go into that. No. Click on Google and go to Caesarea Philippi. You'll be amazed what happened there. Yeah. If you can, buy Axel Bosa's book, no. The Ecclesia, <coughs> or open your eyes, what happened there, and you will understand why Jesus took to that region to make himself known because they were offering babies and human beings as sacrifices in caves there yeah. they had it's similar like today they had, they had free sex yeah. you go to church and you say oh, I'm gonna sleep with that one and they say fine go no problem mm. I almost said I would love a church like that no, no I won't I've got my wife here, she will give me hell tonight. Yeah. Now listen to me. <laughs> the things that, 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 that were happening in that region were, were, were evil. <coughs> evil. We talk about idolatry. Ungodly. It was, was messy. Yeah. And we talk about we're going to the day. Yeah. Jesus said, in that time, in the midst of it all, these gates, administrations and councils around you here will not manage no. when I build my people here. No. In other words, Jesus' people, mm. Jesus the Ecclesia, mm. are the governors of the earth. Mm. Oh, I will throw out a happy clappy mentality today. Mm. Come to church and sing songs. I've got nothing against singing songs. No. But what happens when the song is done? Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. What happens when you cry? Ik heb geheel mensen. Een koerkie wat mij heilig is die liefde van Jezus is wonderbaar. Wat is wonderbaar? Dan heil ik. Maar ik ga niet als ik klaar heil het. Oh je hebt het net dan we. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I've learned. We were discussing last week, you know, about, we were discussing, me and Dan, we were discussing prayer. And out of the blue, Madden said to me, if, if, if we don't understand the cross and the finished work of Jesus Christ at the cross, when he said it is finished, we won't understand prayer. Amen. And then she said something which I want to give credit to her. She said, in other words, prayer should be the enforcing. The administration of the finished works of Jesus yes, Christ in the earth. Yes. I stuck. I, I gave. I gave him my hand. I said to her, "You've opened my eyes now, mm. right?" Amen. And I'm telling you right now, if we do not understand Christ, mm. we're gonna yap, 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 yap in prayer all the time and never administer the finished work of the cross. Yeah. Never. Mm. I've said it. It's out. Yeah. Mm. Do you understand why I'm saying this session should not be recorded? What is that? Um, what is that? What is that verse in the Bible that says, um, we, um, I, we, I think it's Jesus that says, so many people will follow me, but not everybody will enter the gates of heaven or something. I'll get it to you. It said, you will do this, you'll say, I do this in your name. You know, yes. and I did open the blind eyes, I opened the deaf ears, I did this, and, and I will say to them, go away, I knew you not. Meaning, these works you did, I recognize it. <coughs> it wasn't born out of me, Christ. Mm. No. That's exactly right. And that's what we should do, we should discuss prayer really, because yeah. most of us pray like this, right? You ask and ask and ask, and I want to ask you a question, is prayer really asking? Mm -mm. Okay, fine. Now, if you ask and ask, you talk to God, and at the end of your, your time, five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes of time, you say, I ask all this in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Let's not be bewitched, like the Galatians says, mm -hmm. say to Paul, who is bewitched? You started out with Christ, now you end up in the flesh. Who is bewitched us? Where does this mechanism come from? Ask questions. Yeah. Where does this prayer dimension come from? Because if you search scripture, go to the Psalms. Go to the prophets, you know, go to the law and look at the prayer mechanisms there. It's not designed to meet your needs, guys, no, please. You look at Jesus, once only mentioned, he mentioned, give us this day our daily bread. Mm. It's not asking, it's making a demand upon a king that is responsible for you. Mm. Paul comes and Paul never talks about needs. He says, Thank God you supplied my you supplied my needs by your giving. Come on. Yeah. I'm just saying because I'm looking at things, I'm saying, Father, how did I dare on what you get messed up with this so-called religious kind of praying? Now, I'm not saying stop praying for your needs, please. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying pray right. Prayer should become the administration of the kingdom of God in the earth. Yeah. It is finished. Yeah. Question that we must ask Did <coughs> Jesus finish? His job. No. Yes, but yes. what did he finish? I put it to you today. He finished <coughs> sin. Hello? Uh -huh. He didn't finish the devil. Jesus Christ didn't come to deal with the devil. Mm. He came to finish sin. Mm. Yeah. When sin is moved out of the way, you and I 
don't have a right to be unrighteous. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Unrighteousness should not be in the earth. Let me tell you something right now. There's two men in the earth, first Adam, last Adam. If you fall under first Adam, you have no right to be in the earth. Come on, we need yes. to understand these things. Yes. Only last Adam has a right in the earth. Yes. Mm. First Adam does not. Amen. Correct. Therefore, when you pray for your unsaved family and your friends, do not pray save them. They saved men. Yeah. Mm. Jesus finished the work. Yes. If they saved. Yeah. But you should pray open their eyes and they might yes. see Jesus finished the work. Yes. Yes. I'll teach you how to pray for the unsaved. Yeah. Simple. That's mm. very, very simple. Yeah. So Jesus Christ came in Matthew 16 to reveal sonship. Thou art, the, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. In other words, Lordship is Sonship. Yes. Cool. Lordship is Sonship. Equate kingdom, you can write kingdom, equates Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ equates Sonship. He came as a son. Yeah. I was scared some, some time ago to, to talk about this. Because people look at you. <clears throat> One of my own friends said to me, I said to him, well, in, in two or three years' time, you're going to come and say sorry. Yes. Two months later, he said to me, Darrell, I see what you're saying. <laughs> because you see, if you, if you read scripture, yeah. I had to unpack my theological training. Yeah. Put it one side. I had to unpack my dispensational mindset. Yeah. Most of us are dispensational by, yeah. by trade. Yeah. <laughs> right? We are evangelical. Mm. We are Baptist orientated. Yes. The biggest problem with us in church is having a Baptist mentality. Mm. Free Baptist, whatever they call them, staunch Baptists, different dimensions of Baptists. Mm -hmm. You know, they are based upon evangelicalism, based upon dispensation. Dispensations is come, came from three guys, Dennis Larkin. Schofield and Dakes. If you have a Dakes Bible, some of it you should not read. Okay. My friend Kelly Barner calls those three guys, Larkin, Schofield and Dakes, the three blind mice. <laughs> they do not know where they run. Yeah. And the church follow them. Right? This is dangerous stuff I'm talking to you about this morning. The church is so deceived and this is my prayer nowadays. How do we get the church to see the truth if truth are made known, they're not going to see it because they believe the lie. Yeah. What do you do? Painstakingly, line upon line, precept upon precept, little by little, here a little, there a little, you teach them what God has shown you. Mm. Yeah. I come to the conclusion that people ask me, do you believe in the rapture? It's not important. Yeah. I don't worry about rapture. Mm. I don't even talk about it. Mm. I tell you, as a punster, was? As he claimed, but claimed too now. Was? Was all of us punked in Hebrew? Was was there? Was it for loss? I'm honest. Pentecost is a dangerous thing, guys. Every time there's a movement in the earth, every time there's a movement in the earth, God restores a truth in the movement. Take, for instance, Pentecost, 1906. God restored the power of Pentecost. Into the church, but the church made tongues. Yeah. The thing, that's yeah. not the thing. Yeah. The understanding of the Holy Spirit was the thing yeah. with, with Pentecost. Yeah. 
And up till now, the Cape region loves Pungster. Go to CCFM, there are special times for Pungster Kurkis. It's a battle for me to listen to that nonsense and that jargon sometimes. Sometimes it's good. Yeah. I've made myself for Mara. Who can the Kurki hour? I kick so big money, Yamal. That's a brief Yakima Vekik. No problem, no problem. Yeah. I'm serious, guys. Yeah, no. These things are not what, what, no, we need to go into a dimension of who he is. He's mm. Lord. Mm. Now, sonship reveals your identity. Yeah. Sonship reveals who you are because Jesus Christ came to restore Genesis 1 26. Yeah. That's what he came to restore. In his resurrection, Mankind has the, now has the ability to stand again in the image of God. Yeah. In his resurrection. Yeah. I explained to you resurrection, but not in depth. And I think that time will come and we'll sit around the subject resurrection. Mm -hmm. And we will look at that. What does resurrection really mean? Yeah. Resurrection means Anastasis once fallen, standing again. Yeah. <coughs> Somebody being raised from the dead is the example used. To bring you to an understanding. Resurrection is a person. Yeah. Say after me. Resurrection is a person. Jesus said in John chapter 11. I am. I am. Currently. Ongoing. I am the resurrection. I am. In Luke 2.34. Jesus says. Not Jesus. Simeon. The, the prophet says. To Jesus. Mother. He was still in the womb. Yeah. He said to her, this baby, Jesus, is the cause that many that have followed will rise again. He was in fact saying, he's the resurrection. Yeah. A baby, yeah. a fetus. Yeah. Okay? Right? Yeah. So resurrection yeah. is a person. Are you born again? Yeah. Are you born again? Yes. Yeah. 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 You are born again, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've been raised from the dead. Amen. Okay? Yes. You've been Gurkana raised from the dead. Died in Christ, buried and risen. The terminologies that Don is using in Christ and Christ in you is one of the most startling things ever. Yeah. I'm in Christ, but Christ is in me as well. Yes. Total humanity. Oh, now, yeah. Write this down, oh, you, you can mention it. You okay, Khan? No, no, my eyes just are always tears. Sorry. Okay. Allergies. No, I heard what I said to Carl. Are you okay? No, 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 no. I, I thought she's not okay. Right. I've been more than big did you go, eh? Yeah. Oh, you're a little too fun for me. I always love him. It's just some days that he, you know, <laughs> that you love him less. Yeah. <laughs> I always love him. It's just like you say, some days I love him less. So, I mean, anyway. some days it's difficult to love him. <laughs> I want you to listen okay. to this now, guys. I want you to listen, listen to this now. Jesus came to introduce a new form of humanity. Please. Up until then, first Adam was in existence. Up until then. Jesus Christ came to do away with first Adam and the consequences of sin and introduce a new standard, a new lifestyle. I call it an advanced lifestyle, way beyond the natural. He came to introduce that. Now, if you only see the cross, you will never understand what he came to do. Yeah. 
I'm not belittling the cross. No, but it's not about the cross, the act. No, it's the person on the cross that is the cross. From the moment Jesus was a baby, mm. up until the cross, we missed that part. We think mm. of him there as a miracle worker, he's a redeemer, he, he, he heals, you know, he does this and does mm. that, you know. Mm. But we missed the plot there. Mm. I put it to you today, listen to me. Mm. You watch movies, okay, you watch movies at the fan. Okay. Mm. And every movie has a story. What's the story called? The meta-narrative. The real story in the movie. Yeah. Right? Why are we worried about subplots when it comes to Christ? Mm. I put it to you today, the cross is a subplot. It's not it. Yes. He is it. Yes, yes. Mm. Paul comes, and he's the only apostle that comes and reveals Christ. Mm. He says, Paul says these words, Everything was made by him, for him, through him, unto him. Nothing that was made was made without him. So he's the prime reason for existence. Yeah. Now can I shock you further? Yeah. If he's the prime reason for existence, yeah. and you were chosen in him before time, Amen. what's the reason you exist? Well, yeah, Everything was made for you. No, Come on. Yeah, no. Everything was made for you. So you can enjoy the benefits of God. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand now. What is the riches of God in Christ Jesus? Yeah. You know what's the riches of God in Christ Jesus? The saints. Us. That's the riches of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Hello church. Hello. That's the riches. When you become born again. You become part of a legacy. Called God's family. Yeah. And in that family. My word, in that family, mm -hmm. there's a lot happening right now mm -hmm. without us knowing it. Mm -hmm. The riches of God in Christ mm -hmm. is the church. Hello, still there? Mm -hmm. If the problem is identity, right? If you go to Banalta Sakana, right? And you have no ID. You're going to wait long to get the ID. But once you get it, yeah. you will be identified as a South African citizen. You can go anywhere with your card or with your green book. Yeah. Because why? You are identified as a citizenship. Yeah. As a citizen in this country. Yeah. The problem is, we do not think like that when it comes to the kingdom. Yeah. We just unstrossed that but you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. I think that's, if I get it right, we don't know our rights of our citizenship. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. And if you don't know what your rights are, you can't enforce them or yeah. use them. I'm going to read you a scripture. I think a couple of weeks ago it shocked us, even shocked me, although I knew it. Shocked me. If we do not know our rights, Galatians 4 verse 1. Yeah. Galatians 4 verse 1 now, uh, says that Paul says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, the heir, the Erthanam, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from the slave or the servant, though he be lord of all. The heir is lord of all. But if he is still childish, this <clears throat> is. Nothing better than a slave or a servant. Yeah. Come on, that's striking yeah. words. Yeah. 
feet. Do not know who the earth belongs to. You know, run to God all the time, meet my needs. Yeah. But if you come to the conclusion that you are an heir of God, erfgenaam van God, then the Holy Bible can say, a mere erfgenaam met Christus. Erfgenaam, jij van God. Tweede vlak, een mere erfgenaam. Jesus is erfgenaam. Jij is samen met mijn erfgenaam, maar je is Peter als Jesus. Sorry. Je is een mere erfgenaam. Samen met Double standard. First Adam, last Adam. But the word also says that an adopted child has more right than a natural son. Now you're running ahead of my teaching this morning. Now, now. We have become sons of God because by adoption. Yeah. We are sons by adoption. Yeah. Mm. Sons by adoption. Please, you must, you must understand, I'm going to talk about the firstborn principle now. I'm going to give you scriptures, I'm not going to read it, okay? But you go home and read that. Yeah. Leviticus <laughs> chapter 16, Leviticus chapter 12 talks about how a, a, a son, a firstborn, must be treated. Yeah. Right? Then you can also read Leviticus what? Twelve. Twelve. Now you can read the whole chapter. That's all about the first. That talks about the first Somebody put him on the roof again. That is the one where it's recording. Now, we are called the Church of the Firstborn, right? We are called the Church of the Firstborn. I'm going to stand still with the Firstborn so that we can understand who we really are. Jesus is called. That we are called the church of the firstborn. Jesus is called the firstborn. Am I right, Jacques? Jesus is called the firstborn. Okay. Elke keer als er iets belangrijks is, staan die twee op. Ik heb een karikatuur, ik heb een karikatuur. Was that Jesus' frustration with the with the apostles when he was teaching them as well? He was teaching them to be sons in God, and that's why he said to them, "Look at the lilies of the fields. Look at the." So much more my father will give unto you. And you just took on the authority of what I was saying to you, yeah. and you could realize what you were asking. You wouldn't have asked me those questions because you would like, have known. I like your thinking. I like your thinking. Jesus came, he knew what his rights was. Mm -hmm. And he practiced his rights. He didn't wait for something to happen, he made things happen. Right? Mm -hmm. The lilies of the field do not spin in the toilet, but they dress better than Solomon. Yeah. For Solomon well dressed, <coughs> he was the richest man ever yeah. that lived that time. Yeah. To say, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Up to today, it's been said that, that if you study Solomon, everything he possessed, all the riches of the world at the moment, no one doesn't compare to what this guy had. And all Solomon asked when God said to him, I'll give you everything you want. Ask anything. Solomon said, I want wisdom. Now, why did God say to Solomon, because you ask wisdom, I'll give you everything else? Because it comes with everything else. Wisdom comes with all. Right? Wisdom is the principal thing. Mm -hmm. God didn't give Solomon everything else. Wisdom gave him everything else. Yeah. People died for lack of knowledge. Yeah. Now, now, if we talk about being sons of God, are we sons of God? Yes. What are we identified as? What are we identified as before the Father? We are not just sons before the Father. We are the firstborn son of God. The word firstborn means got you back. Begotten means I got you back. 
You are my firstborn. I got you back. Firstborn. Jesus is a seed. Okay, he's a seed. He falls in the ground and he's dead. Gets buried, covered. Gets raised up. And the seed brings forth many other seeds. Sons. You see why the resurrection is so important. Paul says, if Jesus Christ be not raised from the dead, our faith is in vain. Our faith is in vain. Being firstborn with God gives you rights. Awesome rights. Does Jesus own everything? Are you in Christ? Or is Christ in you? Yes. I'm not going to ask the question, do you own everything? Because I know you won't believe it. It has to be, it's a process. Yes. That you have to enter into, come to the point that I own everything. Yes. So that scripture that says everything was made for him includes us. So yes. what it actually says is everything was made for us. Yeah. yeah. I hope you understand what I'm what we're saying here now. Yeah. If everything was made by him, for him, through him, unto him, yes. and if you were in him before the foundation of the earth was even laid, yes. it was made for you. No. I mean. Amen. It's not, this is not stuff the enemy wants to hear. Alright? You have more much upon the earth now. Hear me good than Jesus. Hello? Because yeah. Jesus wasn't adopted. You are adopted. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, church. Amen. Say it again. You and I have more rights upon the earth than Jesus Christ. Because he wasn't adopted. Adoption gives you more rights than biological children. Are you okay, Michelle? Say, I have more rights. I have more rights. I need to learn to practice it. I need to learn to practice it. This firstborn thing is going to take some time for us to settle into. It's not an easy subject. It's your time, man. I need to get established in me. You see, when you look at the firstborn, now, when you go to Egypt and God says to Moses, come deliver my people, bring my people out, they would not let Israel go. Pharaoh said, no, no, no. Then the firstborn died, the tenth plague, the plague. And when the tenth plague happened, the firstborn died. Pharaoh said, go. You know why? Because there's no contingency in Egypt anymore. In other words, Pharaoh realized, if we keep these people here, we're going to be totally annihilated. When the firstborn died, the firstborn is the one that opens the womb, okay? But it's also the one that carries on the name and the reputation and the legacy of the family. So when there is a rokla in Rama, yeah. hmm, there's weeping in Rama because of the firstborn. Yeah. Why? God killed their future. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. God killed their future. Yeah. The firstborn is your future. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. God's future yeah. rests upon us as yeah. firstborn sons of God. Yeah. Strong yeah. statement. God's future, the rate of God's success with humanity depends upon us 
as firstborn sons. That's why the scripture is applicable. Yeah. Our world is groaning for the sons of God to come. Come on, yeah. come on. I'm running out of my sermon, man. Yeah. <laughs> if our problem is identity, mm. then we need to better shape up. Mm. When you realize that you have rights, now, I'm, I'm going to ask you, can I mention this? Last week we prayed for your daughter, she went to court. Yes. And what we say is the judge is going to rule in her favor. And he gave her the flat. Come on, guys. Amen. He gave her the flat. Oh, wow. Come yeah. on. Mm. And then I said to Mary, I would like to phone her down and know what happened. <laughs> because I knew, I knew God's going to turn everything around. Because mm. yes, it's a mother that has rights. Yeah. She's a son. She's a son. Yeah. And I told you the judge will turn it. Will rule in her favor. Amen. He gave her the flat. Listen to this. Yes. And all the arrears of maintenance must be paid up. Come on. Yes. Oh, wow. All the arrears must be paid up. Ooh. Come on. And there's nothing. Yeah. Hmm? All the rent they got from the flat yeah. being rent out must be paid into their account. Oh, wow. People, we're playing games here. We have rights in the earth. Yeah. Why did it happen? That lady there is a son. Sonship. When there's a crisis, God gives a son into the mix of all your hardships, all your trials, all your problems, all your problems, just reveals your level of sonship. Come on. Michelle, you fell because you're a son. Amen. I'm not break my I'm not a problem. And I'm not saying Michelle has a problem. Okay, fine. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Jacques, you are in a situation now, right? Where you, you you're not seeing money yet. Yeah. Why not? Because you're a son. Yes. The moment you begin to listen to me, the moment you begin to speak for the context to be realized and come okay. forth and start working, yeah. sonship manifests. I've already spoken it, I've seen. He's gonna hit the floor running. Like I said, use Mike. Yeah. He came back from his business. He actually hit the floor running because of his business. Things. Hmm. I said this is going to happen here, yeah. and then you're going to see this child take off God's way. Can I tell you right now Amen. something? This dropped my spirit some time ago and came back to me yeah. now. now. Yeah. Your offerings and your tithes yeah. is your responsibility as son. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yes. Say it again until you, until you smile. Yeah. And I don't mean smile. Hmm. Don't fake it. Yeah. Don't give me a Hong Kong reality. Yeah. <laughs> your offering, your offering and your time is your duty, your responsibility as son. Amen. You're manifesting, okay? Amen. Now listen to me. I'm saying it again. Your offering and your time is your responsibility as son. Not towards me, towards God. Amen. And then I will join with you. Together we put God on the test. We challenge Him. Yes. Prove yourself now. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard me yet. I've come to God and said to God, listen to me, God. I have all the respect and honor for you, but now I'm going to say to you, this is your word. Yes. Now do this. Do yeah. this. Read. Because yeah. I have rights. You said I must challenge you. You said I must yeah, put you to the test. Now. I'm testing you now, right now. Open up the windows of heaven. The problem is, if God opens up the windows of heaven, do you have enough space, storage yes. for that? Come on. 
Your offering and your tithes <laughs> create storage. Mm. Are you okay with me? Can I close now? Are we doing it? No, come now, come now. In Leviticus, God says, the firstborn is born. The firstborn belongs to God. Come on. The firstborn belongs to God. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That's normal. That's Adam and Eve. Whoops. <laughs> Not Steve and Steve. <coughs> the first one belongs to God. Right? Now in Numbers 18 verse 16. Numbers 18 verse 16. Now when you when you come and you and you give the first one to God, the first one is no longer yours. Come on, let's realize it. Leviticus 6.12 tells you what you do with the first one. You take the first one to the priests, to the tabernacle, right? They give it to the servants of the Lord. Right? Now in Numbers chapter 18 verse 6 says, the first, the firstborn is given to God. All firstborn belong to God. Now if you want it back, <coughs> you pay five shekels to get the child back from God. That's a godly demand. The firstborn belongs to God. Right? So it, to God. I remember some time ago when I went to Bible school. I knew nothing about my history as a, as a Methodist or whatever, you know. And uh, I was just in church and I decided to go to Bible school. My mother said to me, I go to Bible school. And she threw me out of the house. I still remember she took my clothes and the hangers and threw it all over me. And the hangers went down here. And definitely see that look. Hanging like this. <laughs> and I was so sad and hurt. I took my bike and I drove off. I, I, I rode off, I drove. So sometime later I came back and the clothes were still on the stoop. Yeah. I knew my mother meant business. I went to pick up the clothes. I'm on the corner. I didn't know where I was going. And my sister said to me, come here. Sit there. I said, I called my mother and said to my mother these words. And I'm going to say this in Afrikaans now. Yep. You call her Mama. She said to my mother, Mama, can you want to carry a baby bus? To what they have to say, killed such yellow youngers. To say the doctors. To say the doctors, I can't make more money for the answer. That's what they said. And the doctor took me and put me in my mother's arms. My sister said to, to my mother, said to her, go home and enjoy him for the last hours. No. He will Sorry, not make it until the morning. Mm -hmm. And this is the story. My mother went home with me as a baby. And my grandmother was a godly woman. Mm -hmm. Together in a room, the bedroom, they prayed. My mother gave me yellow yonders and all to my grandmother. Geelt <laughs> 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 <
you know, I was on the verge of getting into another house. And my mother started to cry. With her hills of barbecue. And said, Yerakasyama, this isn't. The first one belongs to God. But when you want to have your child back after sacrificing the child to God, you have to pay a price. The firstborn always has a price connected to it. Let me tell you something. Today, we are all firstborn. Whether you are lastborn or firstborn, you are all firstborn. All your family is firstborn. All your children. Do not make the distinction. Oh, I love you more because you opened my womb. Hallelujah. But you. It's done. The others are all firstborn in Christ. Now, we are, we are the church of the firstborn. The firstborn... Jewish family has more rights than everybody else in the family. Mm. Don't be like the firstborn, mm. the lastborn in the prodigal son, okay? The, the second, second son came to the father and said to the father, I want what's mine. Yeah. Don't be like that. Don't take your spoils and your inheritance and go mess it up in the world. Yeah. Use it wisely. All of you have gifts and talents and skills, mm. and you can broaden them out into all the things. Mm. Use it wisely. Mm. I charge you today with this mm. your assets, your skills, your mm. talents, your bank balances, your houses, your cars. As a firstborn, mm. are here to serve the kingdom. Amen. Hear me good now. Yeah. Hear me good. And as you serve the kingdom with that, that those things have the tendency to multiply in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. So as we go into the, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks into the firstborn dimension, mm -hmm. your eyes will be opened. Yeah. You'll be shocked as you, you realize your identity is in Christ. Yeah. And Christ is in you. Amen. And he has no identity in the earth without you. Amen. I'm saying it again. Christ has no identity in the earth without you. In Exodus 4, God speaks to Moses and said, go and deliver my people. Exodus 4, go and deliver my people, right? And this is what, what, is, what it said there. Exodus 4. Something I like about Bible pages. When the pages go, it makes me it makes me excited. I don't know about you. Mm. You hear that in the bank, eh? Mm. I hear that in church. No. <laughs> it's not my money. Every time, every, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, every time I hear this, every time I hear this, I'm listening. This, this, this book <laughs> is a source of our prosperity. I mean. I've got nothing against prosperity. Any of you say, Pastor Daryl, prosperity around God. Next time you pay, give your paycheck to me. Mm. Hey, I know that, that, that's, gonna, that's not going to happen because you don't know what you're saying when you say, I do not believe in prosperity. Oh. You know why I believe in prosperity? When Joseph was a slave, right? Oh. Sold into Egypt. When Potiphar came, the, the governor of the jail came to look for a servant, slave. He recognized, he said, he chose Joseph. This is my slave. You know why he chose him, Michelle? The Bible says, Potiphar recognized that God was with Joseph. Mm. 
and everything Joseph did prospered. That's how Potiphar recognized Joseph. Yeah. Prosperity. Yeah. I don't care what's, what is your constitution of belief system. If you evangelical, bless your heart. If you punkster, bless your heart. If you charismatic, bless your heart. If you apostolic, whatever, bless your heart. Yeah. But listen to me. God wants you to prosper. I don't care who says what. He wants you to prosper. Yeah. That's how the world will know that Jesus is Lord. Amen. 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 So I think you I think you understanding. Yeah. Exodus four. Verse 22, this is, this is Moses speaking, God speaking to Moses, and thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus say the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn, a nation is my son, Israel is a type of the church, if Israel was called God's firstborn, what are we? How the church? We are the first one. And then it says, verse 23, Let my son go. Jesus did, uh, the father did not say to Moses, Let one son go. Let my son corporately go. Mm. There's a deliverance now coming into the church. God is saying, Let my son rise up and let my son go. We've been sitting at the feet of Pharaoh, Satan, too long. Yeah. We've been fed by lies, false doctrines, and deception too long. Yeah. And God says to us, let my son go. So I command you, rise up. Yeah. Throw off the chains of tradition and religion. <coughs> yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And men up, size up and men up yeah. to who you really are. Amen. Sonship is your inheritance. Mm. Everything was made for you by him. It's yours. Mm. Get to know your rights, guys. Amen. We must begin to Amen. practice this. Do you understand now why I told you more than a year ago? It's not just about praying. Mm. It's understanding what prayer is. Mm. The way we practice prayer mm. is not God's way. Mm. Recently, I was asking God, now, what do I do? He said, bring my people back to me. How do I do that? God said to me, teach my son. Teach my son. This is a teaching that will set you free. The Lord says all your pain, Michelle. Not only for what happened now with Yana's father. All your pain. God said to me, you got a lot of pain in your heart. All your pain has been dealt with. Amen. Amen. All your pain, all your sorrow, all your grief, all your heartache, yeah. all the things that have been taken from you, mm. God says it's over now. Mm. It's coming like an like a eagle protecting you. Whoever yeah. is going to try to attack you will deal with God first. Mm. Now let me give something. If I speak to myself, yes. to everybody, yes. take it, make it your own. Okay? Take it and make it your own. This morning, I actually plan to give everybody a word, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it maybe next week when you're here. <laughs> I'm joking. I am respectful you. Towards the end of the month, we're going to do a prophetic impartation. Right? 
we're going to do a real prophetic invitation. A real prophetic invitation. And Michael, I'm telling you again, I'm telling you again, when it comes to wealth, wealth transfer and creation, you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. I'm saying it again. Witness. Is there witness here? Yes. Not everybody witness. 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 God says to Michael, when it comes to wealth creation and wealth transfer, you ain't seen nothing yet. Witness. Amen. 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 All God asks for you is hear God's voice and obey Him. Obedience is the foundation for your life. Obedience is the foundation for your life. Are you with me? Amen. I would like to issue a invitation to everybody, but I wonder should I want to tell you, I would like to father everybody here. Aren't you ready? Not really. Mm. I'd like to father everybody here. Yes, my aim is to father you, mm. but I would like to extend the invitation. I would like to father everybody here. Mm. Oh yes, Pastor. Wait, 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 wait. We've got to understand the father-son relationship first before we enter into that. Mm. Mm. Right? Like to do that, basically. Like the father Michael and Karen. And say to them, I would like to take an hour a week. Just come sit with you. Wherever you want to have me sit with you. Not Mozambique, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will come and I will father you. One thing that I've realized from God is Joseph goes to, to, to Egypt as a slave. And later on when Egypt is this powerful nation and Joseph wants the people to come over the world and buy from them. And Joseph, my brother, he recognizes his brothers. He tells his brothers his words. What you meant for evil, God turned around and meant for good. And then he says something. He says, God allowed me to father Pharaoh. Amen. To Father Pharaoh. I'm going to close with this thing now. Remember the guy that I told you about that lost everything, became bankrupt? Yeah. Right? Can you put this thing off, please? Yeah. Thing off. <coughs> this guy lost everything. I'm talking about multiple houses, companies, cars, and everything to the point where he had. Two major attacks physically in his life. He had COVID very, very bad. He was supposed to die. Last year around April, May. Mm -hmm. April, May. He had high blood 